and welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. How are you going, Jace? It's it's been been another couple of weeks this time. I am so much better now <laughs> than I was last week. Not currently up to your knees in water amongst other things. Yeah, the uh no water, no COVID now. Yeah. Um, it's the whole fucking lot of us. Yeah. Got hit with COVID. We've been home for two weeks. Pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. We were going to record last week anyway. Mm. But uh that didn't transpire. But yeah. I was a bit worried that my voice would be too distracting and annoying. Yeah. Because I did have a very, 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 very stuffy nose the whole yes. time. This time was a lot easier. Um, I did have COVID in January and that <laughs> hit me like a fucking truck. Yeah. But this time was a lot better. It was just more annoying because everyone in the house got it and it yeah. was just, uh. but I still had the really stuffy nose and you could tell, I you can probably still tell a little bit now, but it was bad. And I know that when I watch television shows and one of the actors, I can, I can always tell when an actor has a cold and they're working through it. And all I can think when I'm watching these shows is, man, they must be on so many fucking cold meds to be able to stand up and do this scene while they have a cold. Because all I can hear is them being congested. I can yeah. hear it. Yeah. And it's incredibly distracting. And I was like... This is going to annoy the shit out of people with the podcast. <laughs> They're going to be able to tell. I don't. I don't but- know. I don't know if you all know, but Jace is somewhat of a perfectionist, uh, <laughs> especially when it comes to the pod. Uh, this is this is another one of the reasons why I don't edit, um, and why Jace does the edit because Jace I- is that much more of a perfectionist than me. I would just be like, cut, print, off we go. Um, <laughs> and then I would listen to it and be like, no! you should have done this. You should have done that. You should have done that. And then yeah. Ree would get upset because I'd be telling Ree what they should have done. And yeah. then like, no, it's just, I've just, I have to do it myself. Yep. 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 I have to do it myself. Yep. Exactly. A lot of, a lot of podcasts have editors that they pay to edit the podcast for mm. them, which is good and great. Yeah. However, I could never do that. I could no. never let someone else do it. No. Like if it, if it got to the stage where we were like big enough to like have other people doing stuff for us I don't even think then that we would pay an editor you would still edit it we would just get some we would get just get someone else to do like other things but even then yeah. like socials like I don't think we could get someone else to do socials either because it just wouldn't be us. us yeah you know it just wouldn't be us at all so and no I, I'm I'm struggling to think of jobs that people could do for us that you wouldn't want to just be like no I'm doing it Call us pretty. Well, then I would say, shut up. Like, it's hard because, <laughs> like, I, I have 800 followers on Twitter to call me pretty. I don't need to pay anyone to do that. <laughs> Look, if, if you and do. so do if you. Someone, like, someone, we both do. We... If, if someone needs to pay someone to call them, to get them to call them pretty, then that's fine. That's your money. Yeah. You can do what you want. There's no shame in that. Yeah, but uh, we, we do not have the money for that. Uh <laughs> And even if we did, I, I don't think we really need that. The only thing I think that we can pay people to do if we ever got into a position where we could do that mm. is what we we're already mm. paying people to do for us, which is artwork for the pod, artwork, artwork yeah. for merch. Like we already yeah. pay people to do that. But we've already paid people to do that, yeah. <laughs> so there's not really anything else. So for unle- to unless do. unless we got like unless we got like a, a proper in-house designer, mm. like to 
design all of our stuff. We could get we could get someone to um like design the the posts for Instagram, I guess. But even then, I would not. You would still be like, you would still be like, no, I I have to approve the caption, and here are the photos you need. Just put it together nicely. And then I would be like, and even then, you know, like no, maybe maybe I should just do it. You know what? This is fine. You did a great job, but I'm just gonna do it now. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Yeah, and and I'd be in the background, just be like, looks great. Yeah, and then, and then and then and then you would change it and I'd be like looks great it's because I always send you things anyway I'm like what do you think of this and you're like yep good I'm like any changes yeah. nah it's good nah. well I mean I'm I'm when it comes to things like that I'm fairly agreeable but also like you and I just have same brain yeah we so, have very very, like in a, very in similar a, tastes with in a, that kind in of a stuff. lot of cases yeah yeah so like mm-hmm. unless Unless it was something like egregiously, like yeah. what the fuck is this, Jace? Like, I'm just gonna be like, yep, cool, we all good, we are good. <laughs> like, like, I just post you- my Amazon <laughs> wish list on the socials, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I again, I'd be like, yep, cool, go for it. <laughs> I mean, look, my my thirtieth is coming up in oof, just over a month now. It's yeah, so. uh I might. I, I'm. I am very much considering making an Amazon wish list. I've made one. I'm considering posting it, but I probably won't. We, we did discuss this. We're like, is it is it bad if we do that? I think like, on our personals. No, definitely not. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's okay. Um, you know, maybe retweet it from the. Po- <laughs> I, see. Okay. You know what? I think that's the perfect happy medium for it. There we go. I I approve that. Uh, so if you want to do that from the pod Twitter, you are very welcome to. I'm approving. I'm pre-approving that. See, I think along similar lines is along similar lines of not being able to give up control. I think mm. also I have a lot of trouble asking for things, not just help. I have a lot yeah. of trouble asking for things. So like, yes, I have the Amazon wish list, but I'm still wondering if I should even post it because then yeah I try and see from other people's perspectives as to how that would look and like the thing is I have no problem when people post wish lists for no fucking reason birthday or because it's a Saturday I don't give a fuck and when people ask for money if they need it I don't give a fuck or I want takeaway. Can I? Can anyone spare money? It's like I I'm care. Exactly I'll donate. Same. I'm exactly I'll, the same. I don't yeah. care. I'll do- like if if I have the means, I will donate. Yeah, but but if it's like, me, if it's I'm me, like, <sighs> and like okay, so like here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you listen to this pod, you probably follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably seen me on Twitter uh, being like, "Hey, uh, the the money, please." Um, before I need you guys to know that I don't just do that willy-nilly it is if I'm at my absolute like wits end and I'm just like I need this thing and I need funds to acquire this thing that I do not have mm-hmm. um yeah I like <laughs> I'm so sometimes I'm worried that people just think that I just have my paypal on my twitter just being like give me money because I'm hot no <laughs> which is fair if that was it I mean yes give me money because I'm hot but like <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> But like that—that's the thing. Like, if I wanted people to give me money just because I was hot, then I would probably set up a separate service for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know what I'm talking about there. Um, Smoonly smans, yeah. <laughs> Which is again fine. Yeah, totally, totally fine. I I would do it. I would do it. I would just if I was going to do it again. And this is me coming out and saying that I have done like online 
We've already stuff spoken about before. this. Yeah, we've already spoken about this before. We totally have. I just have the world's worst memory. If I was going to do it again, I would need to like make very sure that it was not connected to my real name in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I did it, I was uh, a bit more willy-nilly about mm-hmm. it, uh, which is one of the reasons why I sh- um, it didn't last very long because I was like, oh, actually, shit, I've made – like. I didn't, I didn't do it under my real name, but mm. it was too connected to my socials that do have my real name on it. So I was like, oh, fuck. So mm. if, I was, if I was to do that again, um, I would need to be a lot more discreet about it. But then also, if I'm being discreet about it, how do I get people to go to it? Yeah, uh, it's hard, like how, hey. how, how, how do I gain the fans for which to make the, the fan situation yeah like so, so yeah so yeah um anyway the point is if you've ever seen me begging for money online it's usually because i have less than 20 dollars in my bank account and something that i need to do so yeah <laughs> and Did like you... yeah okay oh uh, and like i was gonna say like if if jace was gonna do something like that as well like if jace posts an amazon wish list or anything online or if i post an amazon wish list please understand we would have agonized about this <laughs> yeah. for a long time before yeah. pulling the plug and actually doing it. So we we don't we don't treat this stuff lightly. That, no. That's the point of what I was saying there, basically. So yeah, yeah. go on. Sorry, you were going to say something. I was just going to say, do you remember? Okay, I don't know if you. I know. Mm, I think we might have spoken about this at the time. Politics aside, of the actual organization thing itself, did you ever want to be a suicide girl? Yes. I wanted to be one so I was obsessed. Bad. I was obsessed. Me too. Oh and I was like God. obsessed in in an I want to do that way and also obsessed in a gay way. But in a gay way, but we were we were not we were not acknowledging the gay. No, we weren't we acknowledging weren't. the gay. But I I wanted to be a suicide girl so bad. But Me unfortunately, too. unfortunately neither of us are skinny enough to do that. No, I they were mm. fat ones, like curvy ones. They were? I was obsessed. Yeah. I was obsessed oh. with the curve. I can't remember their names, but I remember Shit. one photo set was like she was. I like, don't remember any bigger ones. I mean, I guess that's yeah. I guess that's on me then. Um, <laughs> I remember one yeah. set. She was like on a farm or something, like in a field, and like against a barbed wire fence. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah, it was very. I liked that. That sounds but, like very classic curvy pinup. Yeah, but she didn't. It wasn't pinuppy though. But it was. Oh okay. Yeah, she wasn't a pinup. She was kind yeah. of. Oh kind of normy I guess like not even really emo for for a suicide girl but oh yeah I that, see that that makes me sad because that makes me think that maybe they were just like oh we need to fill a quota here we yeah. need a fat one well like <laughs> I was I turned 18 at some point they could have filled the quota with me no <laughs> um <laughs> I wanted so bad to be a suicide girl I also mm. wanted to be a plus size model in school and mm-hmm. I also had very low self-esteem in school mm. and there was one point one of my friends which is a term that I use quite loosely she I once mentioned I was thinking about maybe a pl- like trying to be like a plus size model or something and she turned around and she was like do you hate yourself or do you think you're hot which one is it you got to fucking pick and then I was like whoa oh, um <laughs> okay <laughs> and then there went that dream I didn't I is toyed this, with is this it so, now is, and then. is this so, is this someone I would remember we can bleep the name if we need to um do you remember Yes. It was her. <laughs> Fuck that yeah. bitch. Oh, my mm. God. And then yeah. later on, um, 
maybe a couple of years ago, she added me on Facebook and I was like, mm, <laughs> that's weird, but I'm a sticky beak. So I accepted it. And then uh-huh. her family, her whole family went on Family Feud. Oh my God. And they were so, let's just say she was, she was very. <laughs> it's. <laughs> You're going to have to bleep all of this. Yeah, I will. I'll bleep it in. <laughs> But oh my god! Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I I don't I don't think I don't think I ever liked her. Like, th- no, I she don't was think mean. there were. I don't think there were many girls in your like year group that I liked. To be honest. Well, look. To be honest, upon reflection, me either. But I mean, I mean that there, there was one that I kind of liked, but she turned out to be one of the worst ones. Oh. Was it me? <laughs> no. 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 Which no. one? Which one? Uh, well, I mean, uh, if if memory serves correctly, it was the one that you had uh, the letter book with. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like really jealous of her, by the way. That's weird because she was jealous of me. I was really jealous of her because I wanted to, because you guys were like, I think this was like, while things with you two were still okay and you and I weren't quite at like bestie bestie stage yet, I was mm-hmm. like, I want, I want to be Jace's bestie. I want what they have. <laughs> I want what they have. And then she turned out to be a massive cow. Yeah. And it's like, well then. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and we've been best friends for 15 years. So yeah. fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> she was, I mean, I don't really talk about her because I don't really think about her that much, but mm. um, she told, so this is something that, she was always jealous of me and I'm not saying that because I think I'm great. I'm saying that because she told me that. She's like, I'm so jealous. And even in the letter book, there are lines mm. where she's written, um, I like so-and-so, but I wouldn't have a chance because you're here and I'm always in your shadow and this and that. And at the time I was just like, what? This doesn't make sense. And I was like, don't be stupid. Like we're, I'm not like, I'm, we're the same. I'm not any better than you. Like we, mm. what? And, but she was always saying it and I just never got it. And I never saw yeah. how I could be anything like, I don't yeah. know. I couldn't see it. And then looking back, I still don't really, I don't know. She was, a, I don't know. She was a bit weird, but like, I'll be the first person to admit that. Um, and even now it's still not amazing, but it used to be a lot worse. I have been an incredibly jealous person in the past and mm-hmm. it's, I still struggle with it a little bit. Jealousy um, is normal. It's just yeah. the levels. Oh like, yeah. Differ. Yeah. Well, it was, it was at like bad levels when I was younger, <laughs> like really bad levels. Mm. Um, now I'm doing a lot better. I still have a tendency to become like best friends with people. And then that you don't like, no, 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 no. I absolutely <laughs> love and adore them. And then like part of me is like, I want to be them. Oh, that should be me. And then, yeah, and then I get, like, a little bit of a complex about it. Uh, not so much in recent years, thank fuck, but uh, definitely in the past. Definitely in the past. Yeah, I understand. Like, I can – not understand. Understand is the wrong word. But I'm not faulting her for that or for feeling like that. But mm. I just didn't feel it. I didn't – the way that she looked at me is not the same way that I looked at myself. Yeah. I never thought I'm – so much better than this person I you know there are some points where I do think I'm better than people but that's not because I'm up myself it's because it's you have a personality disorder. that is my truth <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so there was this one it's story time again yay I love story time with Jace <laughs> so as we know I was in choir from like pretty much my whole school life I was in choir and then I stopped because I got depressed and I couldn't do it anymore Cute, but 
I was in this choir called Sing 2000 and it was put together specifically all the schools in the area, like all the schools in Sydney, put forward singers in their choirs to go and apply to be in Sing 2000, which the goal was to sing at the Olympics and the Paralympics and all of that kind of stuff. And I was in that and then that evolved yeah. to Sing 2001 after the, you know, millennium and then it just turned to sing and I was in it for all three sort of things and I am not bragging when I say I was the best singer in that choir in in our own like um local yeah group of that yeah and that's just the truth that's not me trying to be like oh my god I was so amazing it's just like saying that I was the best singer in that choir is the same thing as me saying you know oh Reese hair is red like that is just the, <laughs> it's just a fact I know I sound like an asshole, but it is no, no, like no. I, I can't look, I can't look. stress enough that it is not because I think I'm amazing. Jace, like, look, when when I was still at uh, at school and I think this was maybe while I was still there, but you had like just left. I was mm. very confident that I was the best singer in the whole school. Like, <laughs> look, when you know, you know, I knew like and I fucking knew. <laughs> and. With this whole Sing 2001 or Sing whatever, mm. I was always getting the solos. Not like I wasn't the only one getting the solos, but if there was a solo, if there was a single solo, I got it. If there was like a solo for one person and another person, I got one of them. Like I was always getting the solos. Yeah. And our old director left and then a new director of the choir came in, but she was like the assistant for years. Mm. And so then she got the whole the job of being the director and then she gave me like a couple more solos and then... For one of the performances, she replaced my solo. Well, not replaced my solo. I'm saying that as if, like, I was owed it the whole time. But one of the solo performances was given to a boy in the choir, the only boy in the choir. His name was Dale. Possibly still is. I don't know his life. Yeah. But he was this little kid, maybe, like, 10. I was probably 12 or 13 at this point. He was, like, this 10-year-old kid. He could not sing. Oh, no. Could not sing. Oh, no. She gave him the... She gave him the solo for this performance, for this competition performance. Fuck. And I was just thinking, what are you doing? I was fear. I was so upset because in my mind, this was a competition. If it's a competition, would you not put forward your best singer for the competition to do the solo? Yeah. Would you not put forward your best? If I wasn't the best singer, if I was the second best singer and someone else was better and Dale got the solo, and that I would, would be say, fine. why didn't you put that person forward? Yeah. Dale cannot sing. Yeah. Like, the reason that he got that position was because he was a boy and because he was like a young little boy who's never got a chance to do a solo before. I don't know what she was playing at, but, you know, probably diversity. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we hate diversity around here. Fuck but, diversity. Fuck diversity. Um, but I just couldn't, I couldn't understand why she would do that. The goal is to win. Why are you doing this? We're not going to win. It's like, we're not going to win with Dale singing. He's still my enemy. I don't know where he is <laughs> or what he's doing. But fucking Dale, Dale if you're we listening know you're to listening. this, big-eared little fuck. <laughs> fuck you, Dale. Enemy number one. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking saying it. He has dethroned Carl Sanderlands. He is enemy number one of the pod right fucking now. All right. Okay. Okay. Right fucking now. Okay. Okay. He's, mm. I'm not going to fight anyway, you on this. My point is. <laughs> I know, I'm not going to fight you on this because I know you, you have a pathological need to win. <laughs> no. See, look. I think more than that. <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> You're I still think, going. I think more than 
the need to win. I just want to make sure that everyone knows what I, where I'm coming from here. More than the need to win, I think it was that the goal was to win. I think from, And I couldn't I think understand. Okay, look, I, I think where you're coming from is up your own ass a little bit. But also, I no. don't. But also, I don't doubt that you are a much better singer than Dale. Because we, oh, I was. Because you and I don't like praising ourselves unless it's something no. we absolutely know is true. And listen, typical fucking white male coming in and just fucking taking the role of a brown born female. <laughs> I'm a little fuck if you're li- no. I just want to. I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying this because I was like, that's my solo. Why didn't I get that? It's because I my brain saw it. It was a competition and I couldn't fathom why yeah. she would do that because I was like, well, the point is to win and now we're not going to win. It's like even even if she wasn't going to give it to you, she should have given it to someone who could handle it at least. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know if that's an autistic thing, but I just thought <laughs> I don't want to blame all of my fucking... Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jace Has Autism and Didn't Know It. Listen, Dale, if you're listening, I know you are listening because your ears are big enough. <laughs> you Prince Charles looking fuck. I wonder if he's grown into his head. I don't I don't know what this kid looks like, so I have I no idea. I can draw you a picture. Think of, you know, you know the Mad Magazine? <laughs> yeah. Think of that kid except no freckles and blonde hair instead. That's oh, Dale. Oh, God. Fuck. And he couldn't sing. But yeah, my point is oh like, yeah. I kind of forgot my point, but my point is that I yeah. don't <laughs> I'm not surprised. see, I don't generally see me being better than other people from yeah. an emotional, I mean, I did get emotional there, but from like an emotional, um, you know, <laughs> why, why not me? Wah, wah, wah. More yeah. from like more of a logical, like, I know this is the truth. Mm. Therefore x you know that's i see that in a clear sort of clear cut thing i just hit the microphone a clear thing whereas back then in childhood in school i couldn't see that i was better than anyone else um personality wise or anything like that or like that people Mm. liked me better because i didn't really know when people liked me or when they didn't like me um so i couldn't see that people were jealous i never like even when that person was telling me that she was jealous. I was like, mm. why? What of? I don't, what? Right. Like, I don't right. see it. Right. But I also didn't know when people didn't like me. So I don't really know where I stand see, with anything. Back, back then I knew when people didn't like me. Now I suck at it. <laughs> I really suck at it now. I think when you're a kid, people are more, um, can be more they're overt more, about it. They're more overt about it. They're and more then like straight up adults, about it. And then when you're an adult, we're all like slimy little. Yeah liars <laughs> yeah yeah adults yeah. are horrible children are horrible but at least they're more open and upfront about it adults yeah. will uh smile to your face and be like oh my god you look amazing and then you're like and mm. with children it's way easier to punt them like footballs very true yes i'm not speaking As- from experience but Ray probably is <laughs> love that in the lore of this podcast I just love <laughs> kicking children I've literally worked in childcare, and yet this has become a thing Red that flag. I just want to happens a lot kill. yeah <laughs> I'm sure there's several Netflix specials about people who worked in childcare and then like <laughs> killed <the> children <laughs> I'm not gonna kill a child Chase again
Look, he got away with it once. Let's not push it. Uh, speaking really, of... There's a really awful joke I could make, but I'm not going to make it. Make it, I'll beep it out. Do it. I mean, like, you know... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke. Yeah. If you want me to beep it, I'll beep it, but I... I you should probably... Uh, Alright, I'll beep it out. Beep it out. Alright, I'll beep it out. <laughs> speaking, though, of children and not yes. liking them... Uh-huh. We got a few responses the other week. We asked for stories of from people of when they lied. Yes, I am so excited about this. Thank you to the people I who uh, anonymously uh, sent some in. We got a few through the form, so there are no names to any of these. Hell yeah, <clears throat> hell yeah. The first one I'll read you is the one that kind of led into this. Oh, perfect. I told my family that my low to normal range ovarian reserve test was actually very low and indicated diminished ovarian reserve so they would fuck off and leave me alone about having kids. Hey! You know what? You know what? I totally approve of that. So do I. I totally approve of that. That's a great lie. Uh, I would have done the same thing had I been in your position. Luckily, my my family just no they just don't care they're they're at the stage where they're just like Ree's never fucking gonna have kids we, we get it it's not gonna happen I think that when people I think it's good that they that they accept that because I think it's worse when people won't because what do they want do they want a mm. child born to someone that doesn't want a child and then won't look after the child and then also won't look after exactly. themselves and then everyone's fucking miserable and then you're just perpetuating the cycle of abuse or starting a new cycle of abuse like I don't understand why people want to force people to have kids when they don't fucking want them it's really fucked up like, it's really fucked up or just like oh just go through with the pregnancy and then give it up for adoption <gasps> you realize how fucking intense pregnancy is it right? is a fucking it's hard it is hard. that is nine that is nine months of your life mm-hmm. that you're essentially losing mm-hmm. to, to be an incubator s- to be an incubator for something that you're not even going to get any reward mm-hmm. out of at the end and then the recovery what if you have a really horrible birth experience Mm. and then you've got the trauma from that it's like i just i i rate that lie uh let's rate them that's a great lie uh i rate that i i'm gonna honestly we're coming in strong i'm gonna give that one a 10 out of 10 i can't find anything wrong with that yeah i can't find anything wrong with that in terms of how big the lie was it wasn't even that big of a lie um and like look I'm, I would be, depending on how extravagant uh, these lies get, I will be happy to also score uh, more extravagant lies highly, depending on how much they entertain me. Yeah. But in this case, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 because I'm like, look, you did what you needed for you. Like- it was a self-preservation it was a little white lie and also fuck your family for keep trying to pressure you pressure you into it like yeah exactly again you're not an incubator there's a difference i think between being child free and being child free with a capital c f mm. yeah no one should be forced to have children but also children are innocent and so if you just hate kids mm-hmm. when they haven't done anything to you then you're a fucking asshole I'm not looking at you saying that because mm. I know you don't actually hate children. Uh, um, I, I Disclaimer, <laughs> I don't actually hate children. It's just a running a joke podcast. at this point. Comedy it's podcast. It's just a running joke at this point. Do not call child services. I mean, I don't have any children to call child services. Don't call child services anyway, so. to come and force Ray to look after a child. Imagine if child services was actually <laughs> just like they bring you a child, like a DoorDash delivery. Yeah, that's the service. <laughs> That, I mean, like, look, I, 
when we're, we're not getting into it now, but I could see the movie pitch that mm. we could make with that. But we're not no. going to do that because we need to we need to calm down with the movie pitch. It's a modern Jason. day. Also, no, wait, have... wait, hear me out. Oh, you started oh. this. It's a modern day. Fuck! I shouldn't have said anything. Stork yep. delivering the baby story. You know uh-huh. that there are some places that deliver food by drone now. Like if you order on the app, they will deliver it by drone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's drone. <laughs> so my proposition Jeez. to you is the movie is a drone, drone dropping babies off yeah. at the doorsteps. <laughs> it doesn't have to be about the movie. Like the whole movie doesn't have to be about that. It can just be a little concert, like a little thing within the movie like maybe like a little kid gets let's, a sibling um, because a drone drops it on the doorstep i don't know but anyway we can table this let's, uh, but let, let, let's put a pin in that let's put a pin in that come back to that no one steal that idea <laughs> but yes good lie um looking after yourself Great lie no one should be forced to number one priority look after yourself uh or have kids if they don't want them it's bullshit people need mm-hmm. to stop fucking pressuring people uh, let people have kids if they yeah. want. Let them not have kids if they don't. Fucking, it's not your life. Fuck yeah. you. Um, cool. Yeah. Good one. The next one is just a short little one, which I really relate to. Uh, I constantly lie about my comfort levels. And that's all that they wrote. Oh. Yes. Okay. 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 <clears throat> I'm going to rate this one a mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 on relatability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to rate it. Uh, one out of 10. I'm going to rate it. Four. One out of 10 for lie because we shouldn't have to do that we all yeah. do i know you and i do that especially mm. um not to not to each other because you and i to each other are at a point where we can just be like you're perfect hey, you can't. no, no. <laughs> um <laughs> don't talk to me for a week um like we're fine we're fine but i mean like in situations with like um family that you're perhaps not mm-hmm. as close with friends that you perhaps don't quite have the level of trust with that you can like say those things around work mm-hmm. work is a big one um i get that i get that it's not fun so i'm gonna say 10 out of 10 Very on relatability. Lie. one out of 10 please look after yourself <laughs> please. please please look after yourself if you have the capacity to if you have the capacity to look after yourself but yeah i i get why you do this i would just like but to no say, one should have to do this yes be a bitch be a cunt like do it. I'm. I'm working no. on that. I'm, I know you're. I know you're. Spe- I know you're speaking to the listener, but I'm I am speaking to anyone. Anyone. On... Be a bitch. Fucking. Yeah. If if you're uncomfortable, I think there is so much power. And I am also being a hypocrite because I'm trying to do it, but I I can't always. I'm not that good at it. But it, that comes from decades and decades of fucking suppressed trauma and you know survival skills. But <laughs> I. There is so much power in saying, I'm not comfortable with this. You are making me uncomfortable. And mm. it can be so fucking hard to say, but when you say it, it feels so fucking good because you've A, yeah. advocated for yourself and B, if someone was being a cunt, then they are told that they're being a cunt. Or if someone is making you uncomfortable and that's something that they don't want to do, then you telling them that they're making, you're making them uncomfortable is helpful to them as well. Like, yeah, and I, I think the more people that do it as well, the more it's going to – I hate this word now, but the more it's going to be normalized. Yeah, like destigmatized. If we, if we make – destigma – that's a better word, destigmatized. Um, just being able to stand up for yourself and, like, be truthful about your comfort levels yeah. and, like, how you're doing and, like, where you're at with anything. I like, – Yeah. 
I also have, I'm on the, I'm on that side of the person that wrote in, I'm on their side as well, but I'm also on the other side where mm. I often don't know if I, when I'm making people uncomfortable. So I need to be told. Oh yeah, same, and I same. So <laughs> I, appreciate. I need being to be told. told. I need to be told. Rather than and like, yeah, it's 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 like you know, like if someone was making me uncomfortable and I could like tell that it wasn't on purpose, a, on purpose, then like being able to tell them, um, just kind of like, hey, just a heads up, like mm-hmm. I I would appreciate that from either side, yeah. really, like. If I'm making someone uncomfortable, I want them to tell me. I know that they're, yeah, like, I I might be a little bit hurt. Yeah. But that's just because I'm a giant baby. <laughs> uh, but I would get over it pretty quickly, <laughs> like, because I'd be more hurt if I was hurting someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know when I'm making people uncomfortable a lot of the time. I don't know mm. when I'm being too loud. I don't know when I'm taking a joke too far. I need someone to be like, hey, listen, mm. um, I love you. But this yeah. is too much for me at this point in time. And then I could go, oh, okay, because I don't know where the level is. I don't know where the line is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I need to be told because if I'm not told, I'm sitting there thinking, this is great. Everyone loves me. And everyone else is sitting there going, this is fucking horrible. Let's never invite Jace anywhere again. Or this, I'm not comfortable around Jace. They just don't know when to stop. Like, yeah, I don't know when to stop. It's like yeah. my whole thing. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Tell I, me. I am, I am so, well aware. I'm on a podcast with thank you. you. I know when, <laughs> I know that you don't know when to stop. And I have to tell you, Chase, yeah. we need to stop doing this bit. <laughs> But also if I think it's a really good bit uh, and I think you're wrong and again, I know my truth and I know this is the truth, I'll be like, why aren't we doing this bit? I'm just going to keep going. Anyway, yeah, don't yeah. lie. Uh, Try I mean, obviously, not to yeah, lie. Yeah, I can't tell you not to lie. But it's a self-preservation thing. We all do it. I've done it my whole life and I'm only now trying to be like honest with things like that because yeah. in the past I'd be like, just take it. Yeah. But it's, it's so important to, like, and fuck like, everyone's if feelings. You just, if you just take it over and over and over and over, that's not a sex joke. Um, <laughs> like, but that that's going to lead to burnout. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's going to make things even worse. Like, because mm-hmm. once, once you're in burnout, it can take a very long time to recover. Um, so but we also want... we're not telling you what to do. <laughs> We're not telling you what to do. Like, do 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 what we say, but also do what you want. But yeah. also, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we have welcome, a lot of problems. Welcome to our comedy <laughs> mental health podcast. <laughs> we want you to still like us so bad. We just need you to like us. Oh my god. So yes, ten out of ten for relatability. Um, zero stars for uh, looking after yourself. <laughs> say you're not comfortable with something if you are not comfortable with it. Yeah. Um. They're all pretty fucking gloomy because <laughs> we've got some fucking... Be- because uh, maybe because we talk about mental health a lot on this podcast. I mean... Look, I'm not of... saying it's a bad thing that they're gloomy. I'm I'm really yeah. happy that people have come to us and been okay with telling us these things. Yeah. Um, That's why we're here. Another one. Lying was one of the strongest survival tools I had as a child, unfortunately. Tick. And it Aww. stuck. It took me a long time to realize that I don't need to lie to be safe. I even used to lie to my doctors and psychologists because I was too terrified by the vulnerability oh. 
yeah telling the truth required yeah I've done a lot of healing and I've learned not to lie unless I absolutely have to and I do believe there are some instances where lying is necessary but I will still deflect and stonewall and I have to remind myself constantly that I'm safe and safe in my truth oh that's so beautiful I don't think I really have any notes for that yeah I was gonna say I can't really give that a rating um just a big stamp that says same (laughs) yeah big stamp that says same and And well well done exactly yes we're very proud of you very that's proud of you. Awesome. That's, that's amazing. That's really good. Lying for survival is one of the hardest things to yeah. break out of. And yeah. we 100% understand why people do. We've done yeah. it, as we said. And We yeah, good. have done it. We've done it a lot. Good job Definitely. for putting in all of that work because it's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like they said as well, lying is still acceptable in some circumstances. I don't yeah. think lying is a bad thing all the time. Um. As a kid, I used to think lying would freak me out. I would be like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever. And I would, like, have panic attacks about lying about little things. But Nah, I was the opposite. But we, we've discussed this. We've discussed yeah. it. I was the opposite. I was like, woo, lying. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I would lie to to not get in trouble. <laughs> like, if someone said, did you do this? I would oh. fly out and be like, no, no. I, and then they'd be I like, ever, oh, my God, have I ever told you about the time? I might have because um, it's a funny story. Um one so I when we were kids I used to like to get Shane in trouble a lot my little brother um because mm-hmm. I was a little bitch um yes. and we used to get into a lot of physical fights one time I was sitting in my room <laughs> one time I was sitting oh, in my room he was in his room and I clapped my hands to make a slapping noise and I was like <gasps> I was like mom Shane hit me <laughs> but she could see <laughs> into his room to see that he was sitting there and he was just looking up with this look on his face like what the fuck oh my god i was a cunt but um (laughs) shane shane loves telling that story he loves telling that story and i'm at the point now where like i'm not embarrassed anymore like I, (laughs) i i just i woke up and decided to be a bitch that day I was a great sister to him most of the time, but sometimes I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck this little fucker's day up. <laughs> like, and we earlier said that we weren't gonna call uh, child protection services on you, but I think now <laughs> retroactively we have to. Um, um, I didn't do anything to him. The whole, the whole point was that it's he mental and I were abuse. Rooms. I mean, gaslighting. <laughs> he bit me like all the time. Yeah, you know who else fucking bit me? My cousin, who you fucked. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I like. I wish y'all could see the Zoom call, but I literally have my hands up, like I'm surrendering. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot. Like it's too late. I already fucking shot. Oh, you shot fired! God damn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> was like a little little sort of adrenaline there jesus okay it's because i mentioned my cousin that you fucked (laughs) oh wow so i i chose violence that day and you've chosen (laughs) violence today i i see i'm channeling re except what i said was true um i mean all aspects i cannot deny that it has been talked about extensively on this podcast the fact that i (laughs) fucked your cousin um yes yeah if he if he ever finds this where (laughs) We're screwed. Cock it again? <laughs> <What>? No! 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know what he looks like now. Um, He's broken the seal, so <sighs> might as well. I hate how much you make me laugh sometimes. <laughs> I hate it. Fuck my cousin once, shame on me. Shame Fuck on- my cousin twice, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, I'm not fucking anyone that has cousins. No. Nah. Whoa. No one who has cousins. <laughs> yep. Yep. I need I need uh, people whose parents were, on- were only children. No so no more- South Americans then. Yeah, exactly. Because we got fucking cousins coming out the wazoo. I, I know. I mean, one came in my wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I got one back. I got one back. I got... <laughs> So what you're saying is my cousin came in you. I mean, I don't, I mean, not directly. Okay, good. There was a barrier involved. Good. I think. I think. Oh my God. I can't remember. This okay, is a very this long is therapy. time ago. We're uncovering a this lot here. a very long time ago. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, I can't imagine you were very prepared in the QVB public disabled bathroom. It wasn't the QV, it wasn't the QVB. It was Broadway. Get your facts straight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> of course you'd fuck someone on Broadway, you dramatic bitch. <laughs> Broadway shopping center. <laughs> Give him the old razzle dazzle. <laughs> hey, big spender! I think I I did indeed razzle dazzle him. Um, <laughs> if that's what we're calling it nowadays, uh... <laughs> I think it is. Oh my god! How do we always end up here? Because <laughs> uh, you brought it up. <laughs> Last one. <clears throat> this one I haven't actually read, so I don't know. It could be very traumatic. I'm so sorry. No. Not not as traumatic as you continually bringing up the fact I fucked your cousin. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I'm traumatizing you by bringing up the fact that you fucked my cousin. Yes. Um, I should be the one fucking in therapy for this. I'm in therapy for everything else. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Just go, just getting uh, another like side therapist exclusively for this subject. <laughs> like, like you know, like you know, you have how you have specialists for like different health problems. You know, like you've mm. got your neurologist, your endocrinologist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You you have a specific therapist for cousin fuckers. <laughs> that's cousin fuckers in the sense that someone fucked my cousin, not in that cousins fucked each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. F- f- that so, that again is another therapist. That's another therapist altogether. It's like Mean Girls when they're showing Katie around the cafeteria and all the different cliques. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the different yeah. therapists <laughs> that you need. The different types of therapists. Is your cousin butted? What? Would you like me to assign someone to butter your cousin for you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Look, I'm sorry. I just, I got rostered on that day, okay? So anyway... <laughs> I had to get one last one in this. <clears throat> At my private high school, you were not allowed to leave school grounds in your PE uniform, even if you had PE in your final period. That, did that happen to ours as well? I can't. Did we have to change out of our PE gear? Um, I, if we did, um, I never would. If I, I don't actually, to be fair, I don't think I really ever had PE in final period. I'm pretty. Like it tended to be either before or after lunch or like, mm. Um, no, 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 like before recess or after lunch or like between recess and lunch. It was never first or last period. I remember I used to have it first and last some years and I remember having to change when I got there and I thought it was bullshit because I was just like, why not just let me go in my PE uniform and then do PE and then change mm. out of it? Like that didn't make sense to me. But I also mm. do remember 
being told to change out after we left. Yeah. But when we went to school together, I think they changed the PE uniform by the time you got there to the um, dark blue shorts. Yeah, those shorts were great. And the, what were the shirts? shirts? It was just like a polo. A polo. They did like change polo it to shirt. a polo. Yeah. When I started, it was like a cotton light blue, lighter blue, like a royal blue, but lighter. Uh, I don't know. I like think cotton. I remember those. Yeah. And yeah. then a white t-shirt cotton t-shirt so Mm. we were just cotton on cotton and it was like it was horrible um yeah but yeah we had to change out as well after i think so Mm. uh you always had to change back into your dress uniform for some reason one day i tried to leave without changing and a teacher confronted me before i could make it to the gate i told her that i had to rush to help my little sister with her athletics training as my parents could not and i was the only person who would be there to support her The teacher let me go, in hindsight, clearly not caring. I was such a rule follower and so high anxiety that I went home and had an intense panic attack over the fact that I had lied to a teacher. I feel like I wrote this. I was going to say, this is Jace. This Um, is Jace. This is 100% Jace. I was inconsolable because I felt so guilty, even though there was no way I would get caught and my parents did not care because it was a stupid rule. My well-meaning mother finally suggested that I write a letter of apology to the teacher and she would hand it in at the front office for me to help me assuage assuage my guilt. I wrote a full A4 page letter. The teacher never acknowledged it and it remains possibly the dorkiest thing I've ever done. I'm thinking maybe the mum didn't actually hand it in. No, I don't think the mother. <laughs> I reckon it in. the mum didn't hand it in. Um, this is such a Jace post. Um, oh my god, that's like okay. So like that could have been written by you basically all the way through high school, and that could have been written yeah. by Re for all of Year Seven, and I'm gonna say maybe the first term of Year Eight. Mm-hmm. It was like it was uh like maybe a third of the way to halfway through year eight where shit started to go downhill for me and I just stopped caring. Uh, but before that, I was a goody, goody fucking two shoes. Mm-hmm. Basically, the sec- basically, the second I became a big emo, I was like, I don't fuck, fuck teachers, <laughs> fuck authority, man. <laughs> WWGD, what would Gerard do? <laughs> Heroin. I was a bit of a shit. then yes sorry that was a horrible horrible joke i'm a fucking horrible person he's the love of my life i'm sorry gerard (laughs) but that's why i know so much about him um but i know yeah yeah i my burnout point came year 10 Mm. at the end of year 10 i think is when i stopped caring because i know that i purposefully tanked my hsc yeah i got a uai of because i like to think i'm pretty smart but i just could never uai is that what we had um, before atar yeah. I forgot what it was called and I keep I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, what the fuck was the ATAR called before it was the ATAR? Because it wasn't the ATAR when we did it, but No, it was a UAI, UAI. University Admissions Index. Oh, I never got one. I tanked it on I purpose. Because I was a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> well that's good. I stayed because of the pressure from my parents and um I stayed because I felt like they never outwardly told me that I had to stay, but they very heavily implied mm. that I would be useless if Mm. I uh, (laughs) didn't finish year 12 but so I begrudgingly finished year 12 I tanked my UAI on purpose I got a UAI of 38.8 out of 100 Mm -hmm. uh, because I refused to do any work I didn't have a single school book in year 11 or 12 I didn't learn a single thing and my frame of mind was I will kill myself if I try and fail yeah so therefore I am going to fail on purpose that way I've achieved my goal and if I get any better than I thought I was going to then that's a bonus that's the way my brain worked the last few years of school and then 
And then when my brother was doing school, because my brother also has undiagnosed ADHD, which I actually don't know is the truth, but I'm pretty sure that he mm. does because, you know, you know my brother. I've, I'm also his sibling, so it's like, uh, can't just be one of us. But he was thinking about dropping out of school and then my dad allegedly was like, well, your sister dropped out. Your sister didn't go through to year 12, so you can just drop out and get a trade and do that because your sister – and I'm like, um, Hello? <laughs> I did go through to year 12. I have the certificate and the trauma to prove yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, mm. but yeah, they, that's a 10 out of 10 lie as Great well. lie. Good Great job. lie. Using the, the guilting of the sister as yeah. well. And I also give uh, 10 out of 10 for the panic attack you had afterwards. And very, big Jace moves. Big Jace moves. Big Jace moves. Oh my God. Have I, have I talked in detail about what happened when I dropped out of school? I don't think so. Uh it was because I was getting bullied to the point that I was thinking mm-hmm. of uh, uh, not existing anymore. Hopping in the kiln. Mm. Hopping in the kiln. Um, so what happened was uh, it was too late for me to apply to any other schools. Like I, I desperately wanted to mm-hmm. transfer to Blacktown Girls. I wanted to go to Blacktown Girls so yeah. bad. I had friends there. You wanted to Tony Collette. They were all emos. Tony Collette went there. Love Tony. Um, but I couldn't. Um, so what happened was... Mum was like, okay, well, you need to keep your job at McDonald's, which I did for like another year, and you need to go to TAFE. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, We chose literally the easiest IT course. It was a certificate two in IT. It was basically, Mm -hmm. this is how you operate a computer. (laughs) Um, I did no work. I did absolutely no work. Uh, I think I flunked out like halfway through of it. Uh, I spent all of my time there watching YouTube videos uh, and there was one other boy in the class that was my age so we became friends and I would give him hand jobs in the parking lot and that was what I did when I was 16 and I left school. So you said that that last person that wrote in was very much me. Yeah. That is the most reshit I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Dropping out of tape and the only thing you did there was give a boy hand jobs in the parking lot. <laughs> and watch YouTube videos. Okay. And watch YouTube videos. Actually, no, it wasn't even YouTube. It wasn't even YouTube. It was this, I mean, they're on YouTube now, but it was like this like group of people (gasps) that made like video game videos. It was like, I was, it was zero, it was zero punctuation and loading ready run. That's all I watched. (laughs) It was all video game stuff. Uh, Homestar Runner? Uh, And Homestar, I did watch Homestar Runner as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was all like on like flash websites. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, I was watching that kind of shit, giving this guy hand jobs in the parking lot. Do you remember? Yeah. When we decided to make our own Jackass crew. I don't remember this. When did we decide this? It was high school before YouTube was even a thing. Oh my god. We were going to be YouTubers, but like obviously not YouTube. Do you imagine if we did that, we would be so fucking rich now. But that would be amazing. Like we jumped on it before it became a thing. Yeah. Now, this could be seen as transphobic now, but at the time we didn't know anything about transphobia or anything oh, no. like that. Like from a technical. No, it's not that bad when I explain it. I seriously can't remember this. I can't remember this. This may refresh your memory when I tell you what we called ourselves. We called ourselves "Girls Think with Their Penises." Do you remember that? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we were like, because at the time we were like, yes, we are girls, but we're going to be jackass. We think yeah. like boys. And we were like, 
when boys and in our mind we were like boys have penises therefore we are girls that think without penises because we think like boys and that was our rationalizing of it wow i I can't imagine i can't imagine uh that that you and i uh in the future would turn out to be uh not exactly like way we are yeah (laughs) Mm. oh we're just girls that think like guys yeah that's totally a thing um honey honey (laughs) i had a video camera oh my god that took tapes. <gasps> I had one of those too. Oh my God. And I would film all of our pranks. And there was one time, you came with me to the Australian Idol audition, didn't you? I did. That was when we pulled one of our amazing pranks, which was we were in a tent because we were camping out next to the water because me and were you old, you weren't old enough at the time to audition, I don't think. You I wasn't, the next old, year enough, you I wasn't old enough to audition, no. No. And I was, I was fully intending on auditioning the next time oh, and yeah. then I didn't. Yeah. Because I was too busy giving this boy hand jobs in the parking lot. <laughs> I have a story that will come after that when I like when I actually did audition, but I'll tell the girls think story first. Yeah. We were in a tent camping because we wanted to be there early. Mm. And if you didn't get there early enough, you would get kicked out. So we were in the tent along the water out in um, Darling Harbour, Piedmont, yeah. for um, outside the entertainment centre. Mm-hmm. And we had paper bags from when we went over to Seagull World and bought pastries and stuff from the bakery God, next I miss to Seagull, Seagull World. World. Me too. Um, and we blew up the paper bags and then when people would walk past, we would just pop the bag. Oh my and- God, yes! <laughs> yeah. And we recorded ourselves doing that and we were like, this is the fucking height of comedy. <laughs> we're so fucking funny. And uh, yeah, it wasn't that funny because it was dark and yeah. the camera quality was shit and you couldn't see anyone. All we got was a black screen a pop and people screaming and that was it and we thought we were so fucking funny we weren't but yeah that's another little memory that i've just oh my uncovered for you there God. Shit. <laughs> oh we would girls think girls think with their penises i would say episode title there but um maybe maybe mm. we'll see we'll see we'll see how we feel about <laughs> we'll it see how we- you were so uh, Brittany Broski there, kombucha girl. You were like, mm, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of myself as the non-binary Brittany Broski. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you're Brittany Broski and I'm Brittany Broski, then who's flying the plane? <laughs> oh my God. But with that Australian Idol audition, that's the first and only time I ever auditioned for Australian Idol. And I went in and I started off an octave too high. Mm. And I knew it as soon as I started. And I fucked up and I was like, fuck, no. And then I was like, no, I'm sorry. Just let me do it again. And I did it again. I nailed it. It was perfect. I went, do not contact me. Bye. (laughs) And I left. Oh, my God. Because I fucked it up. And then I just wanted to prove that I could do it. And then I was like, I don't want to hear from you. Bye. That's incredible. And I left and they, because uh, they're supposed to give you like a form that you, if they want you go through, you take the form and then you go out and you like wave it around and you're like, oh my God, I got in. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what your thoughts are. Oh my God. I just want to prove to you that, yes, I fucked it up at the start. I want to prove to you that I can do it. I've proven myself. Do not ever talk to me. Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. Incredible. <laughs> I love that so much. Holy shit. And that's my Australian Idol story. See, if I had done it, I would have gone in there and just 
been like, oh, you can give me the form before I sing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you don't actually need to hear me, right? You don't actually need to hear me. I'm the best singer at Mitchell High. Uh, didn't you hear? Um, <laughs> like, hey, do you know this guy named Dale? He's got really big ears. He's blonde. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell. Uh, okay, we've let that get away from us a bit. Do we have... Yeah, that's all our, um, yeah, they, that's that's all all of our the... answers about the lying. Okay, okay. All right. You said that... Okay. Yeah. I thought there might have been more. There was four. I read the four. Out. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, those were all so, like yes. a little sad. Heavy. But also... Yeah. Also... Relatable. I'm proud of everyone. Me too. I'm really proud of but everyone. I'm, I know it's selfish, but I feel really good that people will tell us these things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's I kind love of being the shoulder. It's nice. It's like we're the cool, uh, we're the cool sisters that you like tell you all your secrets to. Yeah, yeah. Tell us more secrets. I want more secrets. Yeah, we want to hear. Your I want to hoard. I want to hoard them like I'm a dragon hoarding gold and bones. The bones, especially. To be fair, I don't need to be a dragon to hoard the bones. <laughs> the second it came out of my mouth, I was like, "You're gonna pick up on the bones, aren't you?" Um. <laughs> More bones than a TAFE parking lot. <laughs> I hate you. You love me. I... You love me. You, you love know, me. that guy, he, he found me on Facebook like a couple years later, like when oh. I was like 18 or so. And he's like, hey, it's blah from TAFE. Do you remember me? And I was like, ah, hi, hi. I, so I didn't actually like him. It was just that oh, he. No, okay, you don't have to. Like it was him. one of those situations where I didn't actually like him. He was just. Um, he was just like showing you attention. Yes, he was just like the closest boy my age in my vicinity, and he was paying attention to me, and I was pretty, I guess. Um, so I was just like, "Cool, I'm gonna act like I like you," which sounds horrible. Sound I'm, lies, I'm, lies I'm again. Putting my hands up again, like I'm surrendering. I know it sounds horrible but I also need you guys to remember that I was deeply traumatized even at that young age I had uh Mm -hmm. had men do some bad things to me that I will not go into graphic detail Mm -hmm. about but I'm sure you can all (laughs) guess um and yeah I developed some issues from that so like anytime like a man even now like Mm -hmm. sometimes dudes will just pay attention to me and I have to sit there and actually figure it out in my head. It's like, do I actually have a crush on this guy or is he just like not the worst looking person in the world and he's paying attention to me? Yeah. I 100% um, relate to that as well. Yeah. And we have similar traumas, but I mm. think also mine comes from a different place as well as the trauma is yeah. like, to me, I think when I started having sex with people and stuff like that, it was... I was kind of late with that compared to everyone else in our uh, yeah suburb. Yeah. Not to say it in a bad way, but like the average age when people have sex in where we grew up is probably around like 14 years old. I was like the general. I was 14. I was, for my year group, I was very, very young. Um, most of the rest of my year group didn't until they were about 16. Um, but I was... if you're looking at the wider area then yeah like 14 was not unheard of at all like it was Mm -hmm. it was not uncommon not uncommon at all I was 20 the first time I had consensual sex oh if we're talking consensual um (laughs) we've made this exact joke before I was a willing participant in sexual uh 
mm. situations. I was 19 or 20 years old. Yeah. I think I was 20. Um, and then I met Michael when I was 20 as well. So like I got, I fit a lot into that couple months. <laughs> mm. A lot of penises. Um, I think by the time that I did do it, I only really, people would pay me attention and would initiate things. And I would be like, this is what's supposed to happen. This is right. normal interaction. Right. And I was like, well, if I do this, then that's a normal thing that people do. So I wasn't into it. I don't think I was ever, and I was always drunk. Yeah. I will say right now, oh, it's sad, yeah, I remember. the I remember. only person that I have ever slept with sober is Michael. Yeah. The only person I've ever slept with without any alcohol is Michael. And that's only because I got sober after I met Michael. No offense. Sorry. Sorry, baby. Um, but yeah, I was just having sex because I was like, this is what people do. It's yeah. normal. So therefore I will do it. And then I am normal. And that was, and also I had a lot of trauma, but that's, you know, on top of that is, was me going, this is normal and I'm going yeah. to be normal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> without going too much into it. But <laughs> Yeah. Well, lucky Michael. And, <laughs> it all happened real fast with my non-consensual and consensuals were like within, oh my God, this is so bad. I'm really sorry. Trigger warning, I guess should have probably done it I, I think I think we have spoken about this before, but yeah, if you want to like. It was like my first consensual uh, experience was probably a week or a week and a half after my first non-consensual experience. So it like whoo, packed it all in there real fast. Nice. And just wanted to be normal. And yeah. um, leading up to that was me being like, well, I don't see sex as being like a big deal. Like I don't really care. I don't want it. Like it's not, it doesn't interest me. Yeah. And then I t like stuff happened. And then I was like, I have to have so much sex. <laughs> Anytime some man looked at me, I was like, Hey, <laughs> this is happening, isn't it? Uh, it's bad because I was like, yeah. it's, mm, it was bad. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucked a lot of people in a specific friend group. and uh. But yeah, so hmm. anyway. Mm. <laughs> but now you have Michael, who's great. Yeah, he's good. We love Michael. And I don't drink. So And you don't drink. You don't drink and I don't. you have Michael and it's it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but it does make it much harder to like meet people when you, yeah. I mean, when people see you as like monogamous and stuff and mm. they don't really think about their own little narrow, like, you know, one man, one woman sort of, you know, mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, that aside, it's also very hard to meet people when you are sober. Because yeah. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Uh, look, I, yeah, it's I, I don't really have anything to say on that subject. You know that my, my social life uh, is very pub based. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I. Mm. It's I don't know how to meet people without the Internet. Yeah. Or alcohol. Like yeah. I need one or the other at least. Yeah. And I don't drink anymore. So it's like so all it's of my internet, interaction yeah. has to happen online. Yeah. 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 And then I think I prefer that because then people kind of know what they're getting into with me. If they know my online persona, then no, exactly. Like, okay. I know you. Exactly. Exactly. I, and I think I, I like that. I think that's honestly like most of the people that I trust the most are people that I have met online. I have like maybe mm -hmm. three or four, like in real life friends 
uh, you being you being one of them. Um, Thank you. <laughs> that I was going to say, I don't. I was going to say this is going to seem like it's not a compliment, but it is. I don't see you as a real life friend. I see you as an internet friend, which sounds I know not like a compliment, but it's like all of my internet friends are people that I connect with so like on such a different level because because of the internet. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can match up with people. You're not forced to be with someone, you know, or we went to school together therefore this is why we're friends. When I say that I don't see you as a like as a real life friend, more of an internet friend, it's kind of like it feels like I chose you rather than we Aww. were like put, shoved together. Aww. That's like and and when I forget that we yeah. met in school, that is why because yeah. I'm like, well as if I would meet someone that matches up so well with yeah. my personality. Yeah, like in real likes, life. Like, that wouldn't happen. So yeah. that's why I think I forget sometimes that you we've have known each literally other for like forgotten that we went to years. school together several times. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes and that's we'll why. be texting each other and it'll be like, oh, yeah, this thing. And I'm like, yeah, Jace, I was literally there. I was there for this. Like, I was literally in the same room as you for this incident. Like,. <laughs> But um yeah, I I like to think um that me online is pretty accurate to how I am in yeah, real it life. Is. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool. So for everyone that hasn't met me in real life and you only know me through Twitter, uh what you see is what you get, baby. That's uh-huh. that's that's pure uncut re. <laughs> I would say the same about Jace. Uncare. <laughs> Thank you. I worry a lot because I'm like, is my internet persona different to my real life persona? Like, am I, because I know I'm more comfortable on the internet, on the internet because I can plan out what I'm saying. Yeah. I can take time to reply. I can craft things. We know that I like to draft my tweets. We've spoken about this. Like I like to make sure that what I'm saying is said perfectly and it can't be misconstrued. And I'm saying it in a way that people are going to like, and I can fabricate it the way that I need it to be done. But in real life, I can't do that. So I worry that I'm really different. Whereas, whereas me, (laughs) (laughs) nothing in the drafts, just everything's out there. I cannonball into situations. Um, Like, I think something that uh, I find very funny is several of my online friends that have met me uh, without knowing my height Mm. have said to me, I expected you to be shorter. I'm like, why? Really? And they're like, you have like short girl energy. (laughs) Like you have like real kind of like short, bubbly, just like cannonball of friendliness. Pocket rocket. Yeah. Pocket rocket. That kind of shit. And then they meet me. (laughs) They meet me and I'm fucking massive. (laughs) Which I don't. Eight feet tall. Which I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know if it's better or worse. Like, is it like fuck? Just ima- oh, I think I think any like kind of height or size disparity um, when you meet it's an hot. online friend for the first time. Oh. I think oh I think it's no no no. I just mean I think um, like your idea of them versus what you actually get mm-hmm. in person. If it's like way different, I think that's hilarious. I think that's so so funny. People always think I'm much shorter than I actually am. And I have to go around being like, uh, I'm 5'9". Uh, did you know that I'm 5'9"? I'm actually 5'9". I'm, I'm like 5'11 in these boots. Like, I'm, Your dating bio is like, I'm 5'9", not that it fucking matters. Not that it matters. <laughs> and like, and that's, that's the thing. I wear my boot, I wear my boots everywhere. So even if I have 5'9 in my bio, you meet me and I'm nearly six foot because I'm wearing the boots. <laughs> 
I have this, I have a friend named Ollie and when I met them, I met them through doing YouTube. We were under the same, I think we were under the same um, I'm friends management. with Ollie too. Okay, can I explain this to the people? Yeah, I know Ollie. Okay, so my friend Ollie, who you know, who I met through YouTube because we were under the same um, talent management, we met in uh, in person for the first time at VidCon in like 2013. Was it 2000? I don't know, one of those, 13 or 14. And I... They always told me that they were tall. Yeah. And I knew that they were tall. Oh, yeah. But for some reason in my mind, I was just like... Yeah, Ollie, shorter than me. And then I met them and I was like, I met them and they were very tall. Ollie's fucking massive, like, Fuck. yeah. <laughs> and, but I knew, that's the thing. I knew going in how yeah. tall Ollie was. Yeah. And then I met them and I was like, whoa, you're tall. And now still I look at Ollie when they post pictures and I'm like, Ollie, shorter than me. Not though. No. Ollie, not shorter than me. No. Ollie, taller than you. Yeah, Ollie, and taller than me. I... I still look at things they post and then and think logically I know their height but emotionally I think they're short <laughs> which is very is weird it, is it because I don't... Ollie is it because they're younger than us cuz Ollie is a few years younger than us <gasps> maybe cuz Ollie was fairly young when they were on YouTube yeah yeah, yeah they were very young they yeah. were like 16 maybe yeah they were I a teenager I took Ollie under my wing for a little bit um, mm. when we met on YouTube because yeah. they messaged me and they were like, oh, my God, we have the same haircut because at the time we both had our sides shaved and then, like, shorter on one side, like, Ah, uh, yes, really the early haircut. 2010s Tumblr gay haircut. <laughs> yes, we both had that haircut and then they were like, oh, my God, and I was like, this is my little sibling. And, mm-hmm. um... Turns out we had a lot more in common than we initially thought as well, more than just the haircut, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always see them as... It's weird, because I know their height, but it always just resets back. And I've always known their height. Yeah. I just can't... I can't. Mm-hmm. Weird. I hope I get to meet them someday. I think that would be cute. It would be very cute. You guys should meet. It would be very cute. I think we should. I think we should meet. I want to meet everyone. Like, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I want to meet everyone, but also I burn eight. But uh, I want I want to meet but, everyone, but I burn out real quick. So I'd probably be there for ten minutes yeah. and then be like, "So yeah, had a great time." Yeah, yeah. Which is when I I just take the reins and I'm like, "Cool, you want to go do coke now? Let's do it!" Like, <laughs> yeah. So I would go all night when I was drinking, but now I'm just like, I'm out. See ya. Yeah. For me, for me, it depends. Like, it really depends on what the vibe is. If there's a good vibe, then I'm like, yeah, and I'll just keep going. But, like, more often than not, I will head home relatively early compared to a lot of my friends. And then people will text me later being like, oh, so-and-so made out. Oh, this happened. Oh, mm. this person bought drugs. And I'm like, fuck, I left before this happened. And it's, it's, always, it's always after I leave. And I'm just like, damn it. Are a lot of your friends younger than you? No. <laughs> They're all 30. Jesus. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to be fucking 33 in under a month. Yeah, no, honestly. um, My friends that I have now that I, like, go to the pub with that are my age go – they go pretty fucking hard. But also um, what comes into it is a lot of them have uh, jobs in hospitality or just things that Mm. aren't, like, 
traditional nine to five work. Whereas yeah. I do, or at least like that's, that's, that's kind of the sector of stuff that I work in. If I worked in hospitality yeah. or something different, um, then maybe I would be having wilder nights, but I, yeah. <laughs> when I worked at Lindemann Island club head, hello. Mm. Um, I had friends who worked as lifeguards and legally lifeguards are not allowed to work more than four hour shifts or something at the time. I think it was, I don't Hmm. know the specifics. So I was working, I would wake up and then I would go to breakfast club, eight o'clock, make sure all the kids had breakfast because I worked in the kids club and then I would look after them all day and then they would go back to their parents at five and then at six it was dinner and I had to do dinner with the kids and then um, sometimes I had to be in a show. Sometimes I had to do the show with the kids and the show was at like 8.30. And then after that, I would sometimes have to do sleepover club, which went till midnight. Mm. So I was working incredibly long hours. Yeah. And when I did the math for what I was getting paid, I was getting $2.90 an hour. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. What? When I, yes. For the hours that I was working and the pay that I was getting, I think it was $900 a month that I was getting. That's working. that's okay. That's that okay. Yeah, in bad. in my most recent job, that's what I would make a week. Yeah, it was bad. Fuck. And they were like, "Oh, but food's included." But I didn't eat any of the food because I was vegan. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." Anyway, my friends who worked in other segments of the the resort, so some worked in the boutique, and the boutique had set hours, and then some people would work at the bar, and the bar didn't open till one, so they didn't have to work until one. And then my lifeguard friends only had four-hour shifts each, so they could go and do whatever they wanted. Mm. They were getting paid. They could go and hang out. They could go off at, say, if someone had a lifeguard shift from nine to 12, they could catch the afternoon boat, off to Hamilton Island mm. and stay there for overnight if they wanted. Yeah. Or they could go off to Airlie Beach or whatever yeah. and spend the night and then come back. They could have a whole day off and then – because we only got one day off a, a week. Yeah. <laughs> and they could have the whole day off and come back later on. I got one day off a week. I had to get down to the dock at 7 in the morning, take the 7 a.m. boat over, and then I had to get back on the 3 o'clock boat. Damn. That was my whole day off if I wanted to do anything. Yeah. And a lot of the times if I needed stuff, I would go off to Big W, like get onto the mainland and do that. But a lot of the times it was like, fuck, I'm so tired. Mm. I don't want to do anything on my day off. So I just waste all my days off. But it was fucking bullshit because it's like, I I have a point to this. It's like, you have a nine to five, you have to go to bed at a certain point and then wake up and do your job. Yeah. But some other people maybe don't have to start until eight at night or whatever and go through I have whatever. I have a lot of friends that are bartenders, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. So I also was in a similar boat where I was working fucked up hours mm. and I never got a break. But other people who were in other segments of the island, like other areas of the island, like sports people, like sailing and archery and stuff, they had set hours that, that those things were open. Yeah. And so it's like we were getting paid exactly the same amount of money. But I was getting <clears> – sorry, COVID voice. I was doing so much more fucking yeah. work. Because, like, that's the thing. If you were only working, like, a few short shifts a week, then 900 a month sounds mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if, you're working ev- if you're working six days a week, mm-hmm. that's fucked, dude. And the most fucked thing – about the whole thing, apart from being encouraged to accept drinks off uh, guests and encouraged mm. to uh, 
well, they don't call it club bed, club head for no reason, um, yeah. is what I'm going to say. Apart from that, the worst part was that we had to sit with the guests at dinner time, otherwise we couldn't eat. Yeah. So we would have to go into the restaurant, get our plate of food, and then walk around and say, hey, how you going? Do you mind if I sit with you? Let's have a chat. I hated that so much. Oh, I would not what? Eat. Fuck. I wouldn't eat. And, but then yeah. I got in trouble because I wasn't going to the dining room at dining room times. I yeah. would just not eat. Um, and they were like, you have to do it. It's the guest experience. And I was like, well, if I was a guest and I was here with my husband on my honeymoon, sitting there having a dinner. I would be so annoyed if oh, yeah. like. And so many people rejected us. And that was so mortifying for me. <laughs> mm. And we worked out a system where if you went with a bottle of wine, which was free anyway, and you went and you were like, hey, guys, can I sit with you? I've got a bottle of wine. They'd be like, oh, all right. And they'll sit with you. Yeah, yeah. And but it was, it was oh, my God, I'm having like hot flushes being like jesus i hated it having to go and just insert yourself into into a situation where you are clearly not wanted i have enough trouble Mm -hmm. inserting myself into situations where i am wanted and they specifically (laughs) say hey i want you here i'm like "Mm, do you really though are you you sure about that you sure about that that was so fucked that sounds uh horrific i would that sounds mortifying i would absolutely just Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun. Oh my god. God, that place uh mm. bad. I'm bad. glad that I'm glad it's not running anymore. <laughs> yeah, I keep, every so often I look up pictures. You, I think I think you've brought up the pictures before yeah. yet. I think did That's we post so that? I think we posted those I think on we Instagram did. once. Yeah, but fucked. It makes me Absolutely so sad. Fucked. But yeah. Yeah. I have so many more stories, but I won't bore you with them. I'll make a list. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We need need to spread them out. We can't just... I know. I haven't told one in a while, so I thought I'd just chuck one in there. No, it has been a while since we got a club head story. Um, And you know know I love them because I'm a little gossip whore. Yeah, it was fun Yes, yes, tell me about the the awful shit that you did and when you pranked people and got drunk and yeah. Um. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot like being... It was a lot like I would imagine being in Big Brother to be. Like these are the only people that you can see. Therefore, these (gasps) friendships are formed so fast and they're so intense. Because like I would watch before I went to Linderman, I would watch... Hmm big brother and be like they're like three weeks in and they're already saying i love you i would die for you you're my best friend I'm like this yeah is- but it's like no but like that's mm-hmm. the thing and like, it's like i a feel pressure like cooker. i feel like a lot more people understand now especially after having been through like quarantine and stuff yeah yeah like when you're with those people you're either gonna you're either gonna go that way or you're gonna go completely the other way and be like i can't fucking stand you and yeah. it'll be for like the stupidest little things um, but yeah, I, I loved Big Brother when I was a kid. Me I too. Loved it. Me too. Um, I wanted to go on it one day and thinking about it now, if I went on Big Brother now, <laughs> I, I have no, I, I legitimately do not know how that would go. Mm. I don't know how that would go. I would definitely fuck someone. I know that that would probably happen. Oh yeah, happen. you would. I'd It'd be someone. you under the sheets with the, the nighttime camera. Oh, and all the fucking mumbling and muffling yeah. around. I hated that. That always yeah, made me, me so too. uncomfortable. Maybe so uncomfortable. And I'm like, can you just like, do you have to have this in the show? Like, just do you have to? I just miss like, Big Brother. Like, do you remember when they used to have the cameras on the website 24 hours? No. Yeah, you used to, be I able don't, to log I don't, on. I don't think I had a computer that could run that, really. Yeah, yeah they yeah. used to have the cameras going 24-7. And then they stopped doing that with the turkey slap incident. Ah, yes, the turkey slap. Because <laughs> they couldn't cover it up. 
because yep. people had seen it live. Yep. So that's when yep. they stopped. Yes, yes, the turkey slap. The turkey I always slap. wonder, that's the name of the episode, the turkey slap. The turkey slap. <laughs> I always wonder how I would go on Big Brother because I also wanted to really go on it. But mm. I also, because when you're there, people have to talk to you. And they yeah. have to let you in and you have to, you're, it's a forced community, which I yeah. know that I said before that I don't like because I prefer like to not have to be forced together. But mm. sometimes it's nice to just have people that you have stuff in common with because yeah. you're in that situation. And it's like, I really want the forced community. We, we have in, to be In that together. case, yeah. yeah. Like in, in that in that specific situation. Exactly. I would, I would just be worried about myself because as I've mentioned before, I love lying. Yeah. And... That's the thing. I'd get caught. I would 100% get caught because I'd be like telling stories about my childhood or something and my mum would call up and be like, that didn't happen. <laughs> I think but like that, that's the thing. It, would, it, it wouldn't even necessarily be me making something up on purpose. It would probably no, just be me get misremembering something. I'd get, or I'd get carried away or I'd be yeah. like, I think it went this way. I would have to preface everything yeah. I said with, now don't quote me on this. This is how I remember it. It may have happened differently. I would have to say that before every single thing I said about myself, ever. And then on your uh, eviction, in your eviction package, when they show the footage, it would just be clips of you going, "Now don't quote me on this. Now don't quote me. Don't quote me. Don't quote. Don't 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 quote me on this." <laughs> and there'd be like a little counter of every time yeah. I said something that turned out to not be Ding. true. <laughs> Well, let's look That's at the liometer. Like, oh my god! I think if I went on Big Brother as who I am now, I would either be mm-hmm. actually not not necessarily one or the other. I feel like mm-hmm. there would be a camp of people that absolutely fucking adored me, mm-hmm. and a camp of people that wanted to that would want to see me hung on live television. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Like, I think, and I don't agree with you to like. I feel mean, like I would. But... I feel like I would be a big character that people would have opinions on. Certainly, yeah. yeah. I would either go first uh, week because I didn't make an impression because I was too shy, or you'd I would win. be like, "Oh, thank you." Oh, maybe not win, but like you'd make it like right to like. I want to make it to the end. People. I don't really yeah. care about winning so much. I just want people. I reckon to... you'd be like in the last four people, like oh, when it gets so nice. really down to the wire. Oh, yeah, that's so. I was gonna yeah. say you'd be the hot bitch, like the hot villain. The... Like they would make you the villain. <gasps> I think they would make. They would edit me to be the villain. They would one hundred percent edit me to be like the slutty villain. But even then, even then, there would be a camp of people that that fucking hated me and there'd be a camp of people that were like, no, we want Rita to win because she's hot and cool and she's a bitch. He tells it like it is. (laughs) Not in a a Joe Rogan way, though. Not in a Joe Rogan way. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Not like an edgy, not like an edgy Netflix comedian way. And like it tells it like it is way in that I'm not afraid to be myself. That's what we mean. I have yeah, to exactly. Now don't quote me on that one. <laughs> I think that would be the name of your Netflix stand-up special would be Don't, don't Quote, quote me, on me on That. Don't Quote Me On That. Uh, I think now so, if there yeah. is already a Netflix special of a comedian who has Don't Quote Me On That, which there probably is, don't sue me on that, please. I hey. think that I would be too scared to go. The only thing, I almost went for me brother. I recorded, yeah. I sent through the forms. I recorded the video. The only thing stopping me was being mm. like, well, I don't know how they're going to edit me. And yeah. there again, that lack of control. I can't control what they're going to show people. I can't control yeah. how they edit me. I can't 
do that? Like, what if I'm in there and I'm having the time of my life and then outside everyone's like, I fucking hate Jace. What a fat fucking bitch. I, I would fucking drown myself in the Big Brother pool if I had known that was happening. Like, mm. I couldn't handle it. But I love the show and I love the sense of community that it like makes. And I also kind of want people to know me, but also don't perceive yeah. me. But also I want you to know me and love me. Yes. But don't hate me. But don't hate me. But don't look at me. <laughs> but also look at me. Yeah. I want you to know my name, but also it kind of freaks me out if you know my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also you think I'm really pretty, but like mm. don't look at me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Fuck. Oh my god. Well, Jace. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you. Oh my god, what is it? Um <laughs> Even though I even though I dropped out of school to give hand jobs in the Blacktown Tafe parking lot. <laughs> I just did the weirdest laugh. I sounded like a power drill because I had my hands over my face. <laughs> Jace, let me yeah. let me. Well, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna start have again. to. Gonna have to start again, aren't start I? Again. Jace, <clears throat> even go. though I dropped out of school to give hand jobs in the Blacktown <laughs> Tafe parking lot, God, you guys should see their face. Do you still like me? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do still like you, even though yeah. I brought up uh, you fucking my cousin again because you fucked my cousin. Do you still like me? Yes. <laughs> Look, that's ancient history, okay? Mm, like, until next we, time. It's it's not happening again. It is not. I'm not I'm not in contact with him again. anymore. I don't even know if he's still alive, so Hey, if you can fat track him down to fuck him, that's nice because then I wouldn't be estranged from my cousin. Uh, Private investigator okay. if except it's just re-finding people to fuck. <laughs> him. Just finding people's cousins so I can fuck them. You mean like Bree, please, I can't find my grandmother. She wandered off into the woods. Leave it to me. I'm on it. Does anybody have a condom? In this scenario, you have a dick and a possibility to, like, produce semen. Or maybe the grandmother's trans. We don't know. Great, because I already think with my penis. Boom! Good night! of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod and you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at JaceCordova. Thanks for listening. Does anybody have a condom?